Strictly Business, Variety's weekly podcast featuring conversations with industry leaders about the business of media and entertainment. I'm Cynthia Littleton, co-editor-in-chief of Variety. Today, my guest is Steve Ballmer, former CEO of Microsoft. Since 2014, he's been chairman of the Los Angeles Clippers basketball team. Ballmer is a lifelong basketball fan who revels in being a team owner. Now he's ready to realize his dream of building the Clippers a dedicated arena in Inglewood, California, that he calls a mecca of basketball. He also calls it Intuit Arena after unveiling a naming rights deal with the software company. In our conversation, Ballmer talks about the cutting-edge design of the arena that is set to open in 2024. It will be a stone's throw from SoFi Stadium, where the Los Angeles Rams and Los Angeles Chargers play. The Clippers Arena will be purpose-built for basketball. No other sports will be played there. But it does have specific modular elements to make it optimal for concerts, as Ballmer explains. Also in this episode, to mark the launch of the new NBA season next week, my fellow Strictly Business host, Andrew Wallenstein, and I discuss some of the big picture issues surrounding the league. Nothing is bigger than the new TV rights deal that will come up after the 2024-25 NBA season, right around the time Ballmer hopes to open the doors of his arena. Andy and I discuss whether the $75 billion figure that's been thrown around is anywhere near a slam dunk for a long-term deal. All of that is coming right up after this break. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to symbiotica.com. That's C Y M B I O T I K A. Welcome back to Strictly Business. Hello, Andy Wallenstein. It's nice to see you in person. Absolutely. How are you? 
I'm glad that we're here the old-fashioned way, sitting across the table looking at each other and trying to figure out where in the world the media business is going. Let's do it. But before we do that, I wanted, I wanted to indulge you a little. I know you are a long-time Los Angeles Clippers fan. Long time. Way before it was cool to like the Clippers. And so you must be excited. Last month, the owner of the Clippers, Steve Ballmer, unveiled, brought journalists down to downtown LA to unveil his rendering vision of a very cutting edge new stadium for the Los Angeles Clippers that will be built in Inglewood, just kitty corner to the new SoFi Stadium that is the home of the LA Chargers. It's a very high tech, very flashy, brand spanking new vision. It's, it's like nothing I could imagine for Inglewood when I grew up uh, in this area <laughs> a long time ago. It's really something to see. Tell us, what, how does all this strike you as a Clippers fan? It, it's a long time coming. I mean, this is something that Steve Ballmer had intended to happen all along, and it's amazing to see his his dream come to reality. He's been nothing short of a messianic figure for Clippers fans like myself. When you think about the trouble this franchise was in going back to the Donald Sterling era, and along comes this legend of Microsoft pours unfathomable billions into this team. And we are now uh, at a team that has a different focus, uh, a, a whole different vibe than what a lot of Clipper fans of yore are used to, and I think the stadium is sort of like the cherry on top, a place where the team could not just share with the Lakers, but have its own space. It's very important as a fan. It was very impressive. They built sort of small replicas in their, in their downtown LA office space. They, they built small replicas that gave you a sense of what it would be like to be in this space, and it will be, no surprise, the former CEO of Microsoft, no surprise, it will be cutting-edge tech. You will be able to walk around, walk up to a vending machine, or open a, open a door, grab a Coke. You won't have to have transactions. That will all be handled seamlessly using a lot of the same kind of technology that you're seeing being experimented with in the Disney parks. <laughs> More yeah. ways to get consumers to separate from their dollars seamlessly. That is the cutting edge of retail tech. And this, this will have it. Um, all kinds of bells and whistles, all kinds of green elements, elements to make it very, very water. A lot of thought on sustainability. It's gonna be, it's gonna recycle almost all of its water. All of those, all of those elements that you would expect. They were, I thought it was also interesting. It was very, it was a point of pride that there is no private, there is no public money going into this stadium. That will spare us the, the headaches and the, and the, 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 conflict over public money goes into a stadium and and city does not get enough out of it. I think it was very clear they didn't they wanted to sidestep all of that and Steve Ballmer's bank account is big enough. When I asked him he he looked at me and he said, "Yep, I'm going to be the sole owner of this stadium." That's also a new it's it's not a new phenomenon for team ownership, but it just in terms of the 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 high net worth individuals and what they can if they want to bring to a team, a sport, a cause—it's—it's—it's it's, it's really something. And as you know, as again, as a Clipper fan, I'm sure you're happy that Ballmer settled in 2014. It was a record at the time. He spent two billion to buy the Clippers. What do you think? Again, being a being a fan of the team, what do you think that kind of investment means for the players themselves? Do you sense like? Do you sense that the players feel that they have this 
enormous cheerleader with enormous deep pockets and that that alone gives them potential to, yeah. to seek the championship. I, I don't think you could underestimate what it means to the players. Um, you do not go to even a major market like Los Angeles unless you as a player feel that the owner is going to invest what it takes to win, is the kind of person that you want to work for. I mean, it, it factors tremendously. And I think also the addition of this stadium is something that shows his level of commitment, shows his level in, of investment. And so it makes me feel as a fan that the talent is going to come to this city for years to come. Here's what Steve Ballmer had to say about his mecca of basketball when I sat down with him in September. I had a vision of, an, of a building that was very intimate in a sense. Now for basketball that means energy. For concerts it can mean, again, a sense of community. The more people feel like they're brought together, I think that makes for better experiences myself. And uh, there are a lot of great buildings that get pretty spread out and you know particularly if you have hockey too it doesn't it doesn't feel that same warm community feel and you know in basketball that means a place to cheer i wanted to make sure it was a basketball mecca i mean i wanted to make sure we carried the themes of basketball through very consistently and you know it, but a lot of the same things work for concerts and basketball i don't want people waiting in line for food and bathrooms it turns out that's good for both that's good for both purposes. Let's let people get back and focus in on why you're there. Right. It's always it's always awful to be in the concession line and you hear cheers from the you know from the floor. You you know I didn't want breaks in the building, breaks in the bowl, which means you know we don't have you know like lounges that are open because I think it brings again more intimacy to have people there and experience and it won't be for everybody some people they tell me millennials like to mill in bars that, you know and and be accessible to the action it's not what we did um because it, it's not what i wanted in our in our building uh so we took we took that approach uh and you know we put in a magnificent scoreboard i don't know if anybody will use it for concerts but they can we put in a magnificent scoreboard why so we can tell you more about the game the game of basketball. We put in this incredible wall of sound, you know, for our fans. Uh, and oh, by the way, that disappears for concerts because it's behind the stage. So it's kind of appropriate for both, both functions in the building. Remember, it's a different configuration. So it's not the same 18,000 seats. Mm -hmm. The floor opens up for seats and you lose the concert, the uh, end of the, 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 the building. Now, when we designed this thing, we thought through the acoustics, we thought through uh, all of the things that are required to allow an artist to perform and make money in our building. So you know, I would say we're, we'll be pretty heads down on concerts in addition to, in addition to the basketball. You know, we've got our business now at the Forum, and we can think about you know, kind of both of those assets. Mm -hmm. Is the forum, do you anticipate, is there a way to kind of work together with both arenas to kind of support each other or? Yeah, we're, you know, we'll figure it out. I mean, right now we're just flat out in the process of ramping the forum back up after COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, we'll, figure, we'll figure that out in 2024 when the building gets 
this building gets open. At this point, do you anticipate changes to the forum, or do you think it'll stay a, a, a venue, a, a live event? Right venue? now, we our plan is to, to push forward, and as we get into it, because we don't, I don't know about the concert business. The people obviously at the forum do. We we can study the concert business, but we'll get a chance to learn and get a talented team at the forum uh, that'll have a chance to teach us. Can I ask you how much it's all going to cost when all is said and done? Yeah, uh, $1.8 billion plus we bought the forum as part of this, so you can add another $400 million onto that. Wow. And, you know, obviously you're doing it without any, you're doing it privately. You're not doing it with funding from any, you know, L.A. City, L.A. County. Can you talk about that? Has that been a lot to take on, or do you feel like you've got the support? It's, it's not an issue. There's, there's investment money out there for something like this. Yeah, no, it's, you know, that's the way things work in California, and I'm fine with that. You know, so we are funding it privately. What that means is a combination of essentially money I'll put in and money that the building will borrow, but, you know, uh, I'll secure. And uh, we can, we, we'll swing this. Mm -hmm. And you'll be the sole owner, or will you have other investors? I'll be the sole owner. You'll be the sole owner. In three, four years' time, when you're, when you're driving up to Intuit Dome, what do you hope to see out there? Well, pre-game, I want to make sure things are activated. Our fans get there early. There's plenty to do. There's plenty to see. We've got these beautiful steps. People can, you know, have a little picnic if they want to. You know, we'll have some basketball going on, you know, on the court pre-game. Uh, so we think we have a lot, lot of energy there. And, of course, on big events, we want to pack them into the, pack them into the plaza. Uh, which is pretty good size. It's not as big as downtown Milwaukee, which was kind of the size they had almost <laughs> this year during their championships. But I think it'll be beautiful and a place of great energy. And, you know, we want to keep that open uh, off game times uh, and use it for community events. Are you talking, are you at the stage of talking to any partners? Obviously you have Intuit on board, but any other partners in terms of having, you know, a permanent, uh, you know, retail partners or... Yeah. Yeah. No, we're we're we are talking to other partners, and you know, we you start with the the naming on the building, and we're pleased to be working with Intuit. Uh, they're a great company, very customer focused. I have connection. We actually tried to buy Intuit when I was at Microsoft. Is that right? Yeah, we tried. That was probably early two thousands, late nineties, and actually the guy who founded uh, Intuit. He was. Uh, he recruited me for Procter and Gamble. He was <laughs> to try to get me to, to be there. So I worked. I knew him from Procter and Gamble. I knew his wife. So I've known Scott Cook, who started into it since '77. I've known his wife since '77, uh, and they're just a great company to have as a partner. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more from LA Clippers chairman Steve Ballmer. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> 
Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. And we're back with more from LA Clippers chairman Steve Ballmer. For NBA team owners, you know, some big decisions coming up, some big media rights deals will be up in a couple of years. Have you given any kind of big picture thought to what may be, you know, it, do you think the league would do something radical, like do a, do a deal with the streaming service or maybe make, make all the games on demand, just really amplify NBA TV? Well, I, I'm not going to speak for the league because okay. I, I can't. Now, the thing I have been pushing, and I know the league's been doing a good job, is to ask what does it mean? Obviously, just from a customer experience standpoint, the way you enjoy our games has got to use to embrace digital technologies. It doesn't mean you can't work with ESPN and Turner, but we're going to be able to offer a better game experience if, if the experience goes more and more digital. Uh, so where will that lead? I'm not sure. Now, we have a deal uh, with Valley Sports that's up in a year, mm -hmm. and we're trying to figure out, even with them, what do things look like? How do you evolve? How do you become more digital? Um, so we'll get our own mini experience on all the questions you raised mm -hmm. this year. But, you know, where the league winds up going, I know Adam and Bill Koenig, who runs the licensing business, are figuring that out. Mm -hmm. Can I press you, though, on the local deal? Do you, do you see a future long-term with Valley Sports? Do you think there are more options for the Clippers on their own or in partnership with other local teams? No, there's, there, 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 are, there are options. I mean, the obvious thing, if we can work the right deal, of course, would be to work with Valley. They've been a great partner for, for a long period of time, but, you know, in business, you got to have options. So we will have options. Mm -hmm. Is there anything, um, I know that they emphasize... Right now, we're just talking to Valley. That's, you know, we, we did a deal with them where they have an exclusive period and we're trying to work that through and that's, that's what we're doing. And now Andy rejoins me for a deeper dive into Balmer's options and the future of the NBA TV rights negotiation. The big picture question hanging 
over all of the NBA, of course, is its next TV rights deal. We have media obsessed for a good two years solid over the NFL deals, and they were as blockbuster as predicted, hitting the $100 billion mark for a 10-year deal. Um, as we look at the NBA rights, the big national NBA rights packs are, they, the current deals run through the 2024-25 NBA season. So it's a ways off, but as you and I both know, it's, it's a blink of an eye. That's right. And the discussions are, are definitely, even if there's no, quote, formal discussions, there are informal discussions being, being had. And the number that is floated out there in the media and sports press is $75 billion for probably about a 10-year deal with, you know, probably all-consuming, all streaming, linear, digital, you know, anyway, any flat surface that you can show a basketball game, they will undoubtedly figure out rights for in this new deal. Do you think $75 billion is just off the charts delusional, or do you think that that is, give it another two and a half years, and that's going to be where the benchmark for NBA rights are. If NFL sets $100 billion, is, N- is NBA worth 75 Yeah, I, I do think the NBA, as successful as it is, is not at an NFL level. So it does make sense to me to hear a figure like $75 billion. Uh, it just goes to show that even though when you look at sports ratings, that, you know, compared to the season prior to covid NBA is still down significantly. Nevertheless, it retains a value at being one of the, you know, one of the few live attractions that advertisers are going to want to glom onto for years to come, even with an audience that's small. Because there's just, at the end of the day, even when you look beyond sports, there's just so many places that TV can deliver a mass audience the way advertisers want. Now, I think there's also a big question beyond the value is who's going to be spending that $75 billion? I mean, it seems to be that there's an assumption out there. It's been reported that the current rights holders, Disney, Turner, which I think pay a combined $2.6 billion, obviously they're going to pay a lot more in the next deal, are they going to be the ones to hang on to this? And I would be surprised. We're not seeing chatter yet, but there, as you know, there's been a narrative now for years, and we're seeing growing evidence that the tech companies are ready to bid. We saw this with Amazon and football on this last deal. It's hard for me to believe it's gonna be this simple, like, okay, ESPN and Turner retain and everyone lives happily ever after. We'll carve out a few more streaming packages, but you but you, you think it, it's unlikely to be a more traditional template that we've seen in the past. I think it's gonna be a little different. I think we're going to see that if I had to predict that ESPN and Turner are not going to be alone, and by the way, I think the fact that there will be more players will bid up this number so that this you know astronomical $75 billion number will be realistic because of the interest in the marketplace from bidders. If you're ESPN Plus, do you have to do whatever it takes to get this so that you can slice and dice NBA games to your heart's desire and give consumers sports crazy consumers absolutely that eight bucks for espn plus is going to seem cheap at the price if i have all these games at my fingertips it's absolutely critical i think you saw at a a ceo level whenever bob chapek talks about espn these days he is talking about cornering the market on the very best sports rights i think 
from among all current major sports, ESPN has at least a sliver of all of them, and I think they're going to spend through the nose to take whatever they can and, and hold on to that market share. So I'd be shocked if Disney doesn't hold on to some piece of the NBA. It's been very good to them. They've been public about the fact it's been good to them. There's got to be a good relationship between the league and the network. That is also a part of how these deals get done, and it seems like it's pretty rosy on both sides. Do you think that there's, a, that there's any scenario, is there a legal pad anywhere in NBA headquarters that is crunching the numbers on what if we just did, in, what if the NBA just did entirely direct to consumer? The whole thing, sidestep linear networks and other digital streaming, NBA TV pay, you know, fans can pay 200 bucks, get everything, and the sliding scale down from that to get what they want. Is, do you think, are, are we at the point where a major league like the NBA would consider such a scenario? Well, let's put it this way. First off, I don't think there's actual evidence that that is currently being explored. I know your new friend, Mr. Ballmer, has long been obsessed with this subject at a local level, and I think we would sooner see those innovations at a local level when you look at the crumbling state of the regional sports network business. That, to me, is the place where we're going to see more streaming plays. And by the way, it may, you know we're sort of making this distinction between local and national. We could see big players like Sinclair in these local markets come together to do something very national, lump together a whole bunch of markets. There was a lot of speculation last year that by now Sinclair would have already done this. So I do think we're going to see something. I just don't know. I just don't know really at this point that I could point to any one thing and be like, "Keep your eye on this." It's too early. It's one of the things about all of the change that we've had in the business. It's hard to remember sometimes that when we're talking about the business, when we talk about the business of regional sports networks, it's not Fox and Comcast that are the big powers here anymore. Now it's Sinclair and its partners, and I think everybody, you know. They would be. They would have to acknowledge that those are really challenged businesses, and I think you're right that it's going to be the 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 owners of the scale of the bombers that can really ha can afford, frankly, to step back and really even just think about experimenting with different delivery options for games. I think that's where that's where you'll see that early grassroots experimenting that that may then carry over on on a larger scale. Well, I will say this. I think we're going to see experimentation of the type that you're talking about, but I think it's also important to point out where we're already seeing a good deal of experimentation, and I think we're just at the point where it's going to snowball in a big way, and that is the interactivity of game telecasts. We recently saw what I think is kind of almost a milestone moment with the Manning brothers and the NFL, where on ESPN2 they do an alternative telecast that's getting great ratings. Not a new thing, but probably the best version of what has been gone on for several years now. I've seen all sorts of experimentation with alternative telecasts. But that is just the beginning. Gambling, sports betting is going to become a much bigger part of these presentations. Fantasy sports already is a big deal. I just think you're going to see a lot of customization where Instead of this sort of cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all, everyone gets the same presentation, I know personally, for instance, I would love the ability to change camera angles 
I think all this stuff is really starting to get out there in a big way now. It's only going to get bigger. It's going to play out over a long time, and I think it's a great thing for sports fans. Well, from your lips, with the NBA season about to start this week, good luck. Go Clippers. Go Bills. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. We love to hear from listeners. And be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Strictly Business. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Give yourself a delicious escape from the afternoon with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.